Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Weather advisories, traffic advisories, and now I'm going to sound an entertainment advisory. Welcome to the show on a Monday evening, Mark Aram and crew. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Going to have a ton of fun tonight. We've got some good coronavirus news, finally. Uh, Johnny Kilbasa will join us as a fast food review. Uh, but as always, now as we get back to our, our regularly scheduled program as Georgia starts to reopen, we kick things off on a Monday with some Millennial Match Game. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us live, the queen of Millennial Match Game, everybody's favorite from the digital desk, our buddy Randy Okray. How are you, sweet Randy? What's going on, y'all? How you doing? How was your weekend? How's everything? How's your mom and them? Uh, my mom and him is good. The weekend was too short, and I'm ready to come back to the office. Excellent. We miss we. I mean, everyone misses Randy, right? But it, oh yeah. I mean, you're it's beloved. Nothing. You're beloved. But I even miss like Hunter, you know. And uh, <laughs> I miss I miss everybody that should be here right now. You at you're at the top of the list. You and Nicole Bennett are at the top of the list. But I mean, even yeah, like I don't know Longoria. Give me an oddball. Do you miss person. that millennial that never says hi to you? Oh yeah, the one that never says hi. No, I'm hoping he gets furloughed. That dude. <laughs> That dude, oh, that's wrong. I hope that dude comes back <laughs> to no job. Wrong. Anyway, uh, Millennial Match Game tonight, as always, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Uh, tonight's uh, category, Randy, I'm going to let you think about this for a second, is uh, TV catchphrases. TV catchphrases. <laughs> so think about that for a second while we meet our contestants on the phone. Gail joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Gail, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, Mark. I'm Gail. I live in Gainesville, and I'm a teacher. Do you know Russ in Gainesville? No, I sure don't. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So is your school year end on Friday or are you done already? Uh, it ends on Friday, and then we have a couple of days of post-planning. Congratulations. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Got to love that post-planning. All right, uh, Gail, you're going to be taking on Alan. Alan, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, I live in uh, Joint Smart and Bindings, uh, 60 years old. Uh, I've got a couple of millennials. Oh, so you're fine-tuned to the millennial generation. You live in Smining's. <laughs> That's what they Mine, call that area. Yes. What's your uh, before COVID? What was your favorite restaurant in that area that that you like to go out to eat? Uh, you know, uh, I like McCray's here in West Village. I never been to McCray's Irish pub. Oh man, uh, I guess it would be. All right, I'll, I'll get, some, those guys. I'll get yeah. some fish and chips there. All right, uh, again, really good. the uh, the category today for Millennial Mash Game is TV catchphrases. So here's an example. I'm going to say a TV catchphrase. And you guys have to guess whether or not Millennial Randy will know what show it's from. All right, this is an example, Gail. This doesn't count, but uh, the catchphrase is, you're fired. You're fired. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show that's from? Yes. Randy, what TV show is you're fired from? The Apprentice. You're fired. You're fired. That's it. Very simple game. So you guys don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not Randy will know the answer. Here we go. This one counts, Gail. The uh, famous catchphrase from this TV show is, I love it when a plan comes together. I love it when a plan comes together. Well, Millennial Randy, know what TV show that's from? I'm going to say no. You say no. This is, this is an older one. This is an 80s show, Randy. I love it when a plan comes together. What TV show is that from? Okay. Um, I love it when things come together, which, of course, we all do. Yes. And you said this is from, this is old? The 80s, yeah. When I was uh, wow. when I was a kid in the 80s, this was the number one show for a long time. I love is it, it when a cartoon? It is not a cartoon. I love it when a plan comes together. They might have made it into a cartoon eventually, but when it first came out, it was not. Okay, is this like an action, like an action 80s show? Yes, yes, yes. Action 80s <laughs> okay. show. Ugh. Oh, who want a plan to come together in the 80s? That was action. Mm. Um, 
Oh, was that was that a clue? Uh, Gail, Gail, pipe down. <laughs> Go ahead, Randy. <laughs> uh, um, Shoe, when did MASH come out? Was that in the 80s? MASH! I love it when a plan comes together. Is not correct. That is That was an 80s show. Uh, the correct answer was the A-Team with uh, oh. Mr. T, the A-Team. Oh, Mr. T. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, Gail gets the point. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Alan, this All famous right. TV catchphrase is... To the Batmobile. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show's famous catchphrase was? To the Batmobile. I'm going to say yes. I think so, too. Randy, to the Batmobile. Of course, that is Batman. To the Batmobile. That's right, Adam West. That was a 60s TV show, Randy, by the way. To the way. Batmobile. Let's go. Did he just pass on last last year? I think he, he, was, he lived to be a ripe old age. All right, you get the point, Alan. We're tied up 1-1. Millennial match game. Uh, TV catchphrase edition. All right, here's a, this is going to be a difficult one. It might get lost in translation, Gail. This TV catchphrase is, whoa. Am I saying that right, Deb Green? You do it. I think it's more like, whoa. Whoa. All right. Whoa. <laughs> what do you think, Gail? Well, Millennial Randy, you know what TV catchphrase was? Whoa. No. All right. I I, I wouldn't have gotten this one. Randy, uh, this was a this was a comedy. 80s, early 90s comedy. Whoa. What TV? Oh, I just love when you say that. Can you, like, just record Whoa. that and put that on auto-tune? <laughs> you know, like, You're stalling, Randy. You're stalling. What oh, TV oh, show is okay. this? That's whoa. Like, oh, I'm scared. Um, Or, like, whoa. I don't uh, know. Oh, what is that? The King of, no, King of the Jungle didn't say whoa. Watch out for that. I don't know. <laughs> King, King of the Jungle. What show is King of the Jungle? Uh, Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It was Blossom. Whoa, whoa. I, oh, I wouldn't man. have gotten that one. I wouldn't have gotten that one. All right, Gail gets the point. <laughs> Alan, here we go. Uh, this okay. famous TV catchphrase, there's not a chance in hell Randy's going to get this one. Just a heads up. Uh, <laughs> the catchphrase was, just one more thing. Just oh, one more oh, thing. Yeah. She yeah, won't get that. Never get yeah, that. not a chance, Randy. Yeah. I don't even think you should guess on this one. Just one more thing. I'll tell you. I'll tell you uh, nine clues. Uh, it's it, no, no, no. Uh, it started a really old guy who was had like a lazy eye, and he was dressed in a trench coat, and he was a detective. And uh, oh, detective. Uh oh. What's the guy from uh, Law and Order? But it ain't. I know it ain't Law and Order. It's yes, not Law and Order. it's not Law and Order. You're not, I'm not wasting uh, more time. <laughs> I'm gonna play the audio. Just one more thing, please. That's Columbo. Just one more thing, Columbo. Not a. You've never even heard of that show, have you? Never. Round two, Millennial Match Game, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score and who's up, Deborah? All right, all tied up at two-two, and it is Gail's turn. Gail, this uh, TV catchphrase edition of Millennial Match Game. Will Randy know what uh, TV? Show featured this catchphrase, come on down. Come on down. Will Randy uh, know what TV show that's from? I'll say yes. I think so, too. <laughs> Randy, come on down. Okay, okay, okay. I know it's not the guy who had, like, a tan. He was, you know, he was an old man and had that tan. It ain't him anymore. Um, 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 uh, my boy Drew. Drew, yeah. mm-hmm. Come on down. Um, the Price is Right. See, if I had just said, come on down, like the inflection helped. Good job, Randy. Uh, all right, Alan, here we go. Uh, will Millennial Randy know what TV show featured this famous catchphrase? Well, isn't that special? Oh, I'm going to say no. Yeah, hell, hell, yeah, hell yeah, no. Well, isn't that special, Randy? That's, that sounds like the lady that, uh, um, you know, she was married to Archie Bunker. Yes. Bunker. What's that lady name? Edith Bunker. What's the name of the show, Edith though? Edith Bunker. What's the that name of the show? Like What's the name of the show? Oh, what is the name of it? All. What is the name of it? All of us? No, it ain't it. All in the family. All in the family. The family. Oh. <laughs> That is not the right answer, unfortunately. What? Isn't that special? That's Saturday Night Live Church Lady. Saturday, I'll play oh, one more time. Well, isn't that special? Yeah, you almost had it, though. Edith Bunker, that was a good guess. The fact that you even knew about her makes me happy that you uh, you have some knowledge of the 70s and 80s. All right. Uh, yeah, that is Alan, Yeah, it was very impressive. Alan gets the uh, point. Uh, here we go. Gail, Millennial Match Game, TV Catchphrase Edition. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show had the catchphrase... Make it so. Make it so. I'm going to say no. Yeah, when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. 
Uh, Millennial Randy, make it so. Anybody can say that you have got to do something <laughs> more than that. That is the, that was the phrase. That was this character's phrase. Make it so. Make like, it that's so. That's not even like. All right, okay, so, so like I'll give you a hint. Okay. This guy was like in charge. He was the leader, and if he wanted something okay. done, he would say, "Make it so." Okay, that can be like my boss, you know. So <laughs> let me think. Okay, this is a drill sergeant. No, it's not, I don't know. Make it so. Like who is this person? Make it so. He's bald. Oh. Oh, bald and so. in charge? Bald and in charge. Well, Peace Briggs is gone, so it's not him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I really don't know that. Well, yeah, no you wouldn't. You bald. wouldn't get this one. This is uh, that's Captain Picard from the Star Trek Next Generation. Make it so. Make it so. Yeah, you've heard of Star Trek: The Next Generation, though, right? Uh, sadly, yes. All right, real quick, Gail. Before the break, uh, the catchphrase is. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Well, Millennial Randy, you know what TV show had the catchphrase? Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Is it my turn? Yes, Gail. Uh, oh, it is? Is it? Oh, it's Alan's turn. My bad. I'm sorry. Your, your show host got messed up. Uh, Alan, will she know it's a bird? Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Uh... Yes. Yeah, I would. I would hope so too. Uh, Randy, so, yeah. up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's from what it's TV Superman. show? Superman. Oh, yeah. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's Superman. Good job. All right. End of round two, a millennial match game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score, Deborah Green? Still tied up, four four. Oh, we got a nail biter with Gail and Allen. Do not change that dial. Make it so. Stay with the Mark Aram Show on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Millennial Match Game on 95.5 WSB Atlantis News and Talk. Final round of Millennial Match Game brought to you by our pals at Rocco's European Garage. Deborah Green, who is up and what's the score? All right, all tied up at 4-4 and it's Gail's turn. Gail, here we go. TV catchphrase edition of Millennial Match Game. Well, Millennial Randy, know what TV uh, show had the famous catchphrase? Good night, John boy. Uh, no. Heck no. Randy, good night, John Boy. What TV show is that from? I got no idea. John Boy. Johnny Boy. Johnny Boy is not a TV show. <laughs> that is the, uh, the Waltons, the classic TV show, The Waltons. Uh, that's all right. There's You shouldn't know that one. All right, Alan, here we go. Uh, for the tie, this TV catchphrase is, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. Oh, my God, they killed Kenny. Will Randy the Millennial know what TV show that's from? Uh, no way. Randy, oh my God, they killed uh, Kenny. Uh, oh my God, I know that. That is South Park. Duh. Oh my God, they killed Kenny. <laughs> a walk-off win for Gail in the bottom of the wow. ninth inning. Congratulations, Gail. <laughs> Alan, job, you, you Gail. did it. Oh, Gail already hung up. Gail hung Gail's like, I won. I'm out. Peace out. <laughs> Alan, thanks for playing. Thanks for listening. We'll get some prizes after the Rona. Real quick, Randy, 10 seconds or less. Plug your podcasts. Guys, be sure to download Black Educated and Broke. New season premieres on Memorial Day as well as the Power Pot. Can't wait to see you, Randy. Thanks for playing, buddy. Bye, guys. When we come back, a possible vaccine in the works for the Rona. Your thoughts? 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Robert Wagner, and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite Mark Aram. 639, 73 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. here on WSB Radio. Real quick before we get things cooking, so to speak, everyone have a good weekend. Deborah Green, I know you went to the gym today for the first time at Reopen. Yes. Was that the highlight of your weekend? Uh, no, actually, some friends of ours finally were able to go back to Spain, so we kind of helped them pack up and say goodbye and everything. Very nice. I've never been to Spain. I'm dying to go. Longoria, who is an Eskimo, how was your How was your weekend, buddy? Anything that was good. good. Yeah, we didn't do nothing. Any hung around? Nah. I love you guys. Provide me all the show fodder. We just you, hung out at the house. Nothing ever interesting happens well, to you guys. Of, none of the kids can leave. We can't it's go a anywhere. Pandemic. Yeah. Well, what do you want us to I'm go? sure interesting stuff. You got two daughters, a wife, and a mother-in-law. Something funny happened during the weekend. Start hmm. writing this stuff down. Okay. I need some help here. <laughs> Take notes on the weekend. Yes, Chuck. So. How about you? How was your weekend, buddy? Uh, it was good. Um, Walter's moving. As yeah. I told you, so we had a lunch at. Uh, restaurant on sunday with as many people as we could yeah uh, it was good 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 yeah godspeed walter moving to uh, charleston charleston yeah. I, i've never been to charleston now i have an excuse to go see him yeah all right um i want to talk about some positive rona news for the first time uh possibly an advancement 
in a possible vaccine, the latest from ABC's uh, Tom Rivers in London. It's far too early to claim any kind of a victory, but Oxford researchers say their vaccine work is progressing well. And as business secretary Alex Sharma says... If the vaccine is successful, AstraZeneca will work to make 30 million doses available by September for the UK as part of an agreement at over 100 million doses in total. AstraZeneca has finalized a global licensing agreement with Oxford University. Such a vaccine run would initially cover about half of the population here. Tom Rivers, ABC News, London. And I think it's tied in with Emory as well, but uh, some some positive first trials. Again, the doctors, the medical community are saying, you know, slow your roll in the vaccine. Most vaccines take decades to get, but obviously all hands are on deck on this one, and maybe, maybe this is a positive first step. So the question I have is, if uh, a coronavirus vaccine is developed and proves to work, would you get the vaccine? Let's just say it's a shot, like the flu shot. Would you get the vaccine for coronavirus? We'll start there. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'll tell you what I would do, and we'll ask the bananas as well, but I want to get from you. Uh, if there is a coronavirus vaccine, would you get it? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Another thing we've been following, you heard Chris Chandler mention on the news uh, at a press conference today or a press briefing, President Trump uh, announced that he was taking hydrochloroquine which raised a lot of eyebrows and I know I could I could hear some listeners as we reported that story rolling their eyes that we might be critical about the president taking this unproven drug the drug that is for malaria and lupus and really hasn't been proven to uh prevent the covid and uh and and may do more harm than good I just wanted to show you how Fox News is reporting it uh this this was as it broke this is Neil Cavuto on Fox News a VA study showed that among a population of uh, veterans in, in a hospital receiving this treatment, those with vulnerable conditions, respiratory conditions, heart ailments, they died. There are also a number of other studies out, including the Journal of the American Medical Association, which examined some 1,438 individuals in the New York area across 25 hospitals from the middle of March to the end of March. The study was a real chance to look at the, the, the benefits that the president insisted were hydroxychloroquine. They concluded that among residents, uh, residents hospitalized in metropolitan New York with COVID-19, the treatment or both compared with neither treatment, no statistical differences. A second study done by Joseph Jalaris and colleagues at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, Columbia University Irving Medical Center in northern Manhattan from March 7th to April 8th also showed there were no visible differences, that the risk of intubation or death was not significantly higher or lower among patients who received hydroxychloroquine versus those who did not. The VA study to which the president alluded wasn't a loaded political one. It was a test on patients there and those who took it in a vulnerable population, including those with respiratory or other conditions, they died. I want to stress again, they died. If you are in a risky population here and you are taking this as a preventative uh, treatment to ward off the virus, or in a worst case scenario, you are dealing with the virus, and you are in this vulnerable population, it will kill you. I cannot stress enough. This will kill you. So again, whatever benefits the president says this has, and, and certainly it has had for those suffering from malaria, dealing with lupus, this is a, a leap that, that should not be taken casually by those watching at home or assuming, well, the president of the United States says it's okay. Uh, even the FDA was very cautious about this, unless in a clinical trial, safely and deliberately watched. I only make this not to make a political point here, but a life and death point. Be very, very careful. I want to pursue this. That's uh, Neil Cavuto on Fox News after the president announced he's been taking hydroxychloroquine for about a week and a half. He asked the White House doctor for it, and he gave it to him. Your thoughts on that? And would you get the Rona vaccine if it becomes available? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. 
We'll keep you up to date on that traffic red alert, the wet pavement out there, weather and traffic throughout the evening and the overnight hours, all the way up till Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. Possible progress being made on a vaccine for coronavirus, COVID-19. If it's proven safe in uh, studies, would you take it? And uh, the president uh, has said he's been on that uh, that drug. I always mispronounce it. Chuck, what is it? Hydro. Hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine. Thank you. Thank you, Charles Thomas. Uh, For a week and a half, uh, your thoughts on that. So two COVID uh, topics on the show this Monday, 404-872-0750. Eric kicks us off in Marietta. Eric, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, bud. What's going on? You tell me. Would you get the Mm. vaccine if it uh, passes all the testing and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, no, not a chance. Why not? <laughs> I w- because why would you shoot something in your body that you have no idea what it's going to do? I have no idea. Okay. I'd rather go out in public and expose myself versus somebody going to a doctor and going, try this. You're, you're that herd mentality guy. I don't, I don't know what that means, but that means like <laughs> the the herd mentality, folks are everyone go out and get it, and then we'll get it over with. Everyone gets immune to it, et cetera, et cetera. Well, uh, I just don't want people shooting drugs in my body. Gotcha. Do you do you get the flu vaccine? And probably not then, huh? I the never shot. No. Yeah, the flu shot. The flu shot. All right, good to know. Bob's in Tucker. Bob, the uh, COVID vaccine is available. Do you take it or no? Uh, I think this vaccine is sort of like socialism. It works when everyone but me does it. <laughs> So that's a yes or a no. Um, well, I would I would be willing to do it later after the first couple of years of it had, had been around. First couple of and years, okay. Is, <laughs> you're gonna yeah, you're gonna wait this puppy out. Were known. I got you, I got you. So you're gonna wait. Let everyone else. I I respect that. Let, let, I'm not gonna be the first guy in line for it either. Uh, let let Longoria go get his. We'll see how he turns out, and then we'll see down the line. I uh, I would get it. I'm not going to be the first guy in line, but uh, mm-hmm. what's that? You would? Yeah. Yeah. I was. I didn't get the flu shot for a long time, and I started getting the last couple of years, and I have not gotten sick. Um, I'm, I'm up to date on all my vaccines. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. And I think this thing is, is weird enough that it warrants, you know, doing something that you might not normally want to do. What if the vaccine comes out of China? China? China. China? <laughs> Um, well, I, I don't know. That might change things. But in uh, Oxford, England, I, I right, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if reputable, yeah. you know. Okay. If it comes, yeah, if it comes out of uh, Bangladesh, eh, I'll wait on that. But, the you know, if it comes from a reputable place, and again, they're rushing it, but they're not going to rush it to market. They're going to they're gonna make sure it's tested. But I won't be the first guy in line for sure. I'll wait a little bit. But I would get it eventually for sure. John is in Buford. John, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, to your question, um, I would prefer to take the antibody test first and know if I've been exposed because I think I have. I got really knocked down late February where I've not had a sick day in years and years. But if I may add one other kind of unrelated comment. Absolutely, sir. I wish people around here when it's raining would allow at least one car link between vehicles and not run with their flashers on on the interstate at 35 miles an hour in the left-hand lane. It's uh, it's maddening. As a traffic guy, it's maddening. And we see what happens. So when it, has, it doesn't rain for a while, Chuck, you might not know this because in Montana, I don't know how much pavement you had. You had mostly dirt roads. But here in civilization, when there's pavement and asphalt and uh, when it, as soon as it rains, it brings up all the oils. If it hasn't rained in a while, and it makes the road extra, extra slick. So the rain gets really, the roads get really, really slick right after the first rain in a while. So I don't know. Did you have that in uh, in Whitefish? No. <laughs> so please be safe out there. We do have a current traffic red alert downtown. We'll come back. We'll talk about President Trump announcing he is now taking Chuck. I need the drug name again. The... Uh, that's all right. Chuck's answer. Hydrochloroquine? Hydrochloroquine. Hey, you got it. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, whatever. One of those. And uh, if a uh, COVID vaccine is available, would you get it? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No. 
Back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Air, I'm here. You there. It's 7.08. 7.08. Eight minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole family here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Uh, We'll take more calls on uh, the vaccine progress being made on the COVID. The question is, if the vaccine is uh, tested and proven safe, would you get it? And uh, President Trump, uh, off the cuff today, announced that he has been taking hydroxychloroquine for the last week and a half or so. Your thoughts on that? My initial reaction, let's go to Charles Thomas of TheRevenant.com, our political insider. One of three things are possible with President Trump and the hydroxychloroquine yes one he's telling the truth he has been taking it for a week and a half two he's either lying or being sarcastic and we'll find out tomorrow like "Ah, i was kidding you know or three he's taking what he thinks is hydroxychloroquine (laughs) but the doctor's giving him flintstones vitamins or something (laughs) you know placebo a sugar pill what one of those three things i think is that either it's the truth he's kidding or he's getting a uh, placebo. I do not believe that a doctor would clear him just to take that as a preventative measure. Yeah, fiber gummies, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's giving him fiber gummies. <laughs> I, saying, I think later he's going to be like, "Ah, I was just kidding." This is uh, hydroxychloroquine. So, your thoughts on that at four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk? Uh, this is a story I've been following: the big busts uh, for the uh, reckless drivers, the street racing. Atlanta police, we talked about it on Friday. Atlanta police cracked down this weekend. Uh, dozens of arrests, impounding, all this stuff. So Saturday night, um, I was driving out. I, I, I broke baseball cards live on YouTube on ClassicPackBreaks.com. The video's up there. I had such a ball. I was like a kid in a candy store. It was so fun. But I'm driving out I-20 toward Conyers and then going taking a left on 138 going up to Loganville. And I don't know what people are doing on the roads anymore. I mean, it's the, nuts. It was crazy. Like people yeah. drag racing on I twenty, zip it in and out, and like oh, so fast. Three times, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be involved in a bad crash mm-hmm. here because they've people have lost their minds." And it wasn't like the interstates were empty. Like it was Saturday evening. Right, it was pretty right. full. I have become the slow driver in the far right hand lane. Yeah, you got it. And I'm still doing 75, 80 miles an hour. Yeah. But I feel like it's the safest place to be watching everybody else zip by me. There was one thing in particular that jumped out to me. It was two uh, guys on motorcycles, uh, not Harleys, like the, you know, the super fast, whatever. And they were going in and out. It was crazy. And they went into the HOV lane on I-20. This is inside the perimeter heading out toward uh, Conyers from DeKalb. And the guy was, like, leaning over, and it was like he had his right foot. He was leaning to the right, and he had his right foot off the pedal or whatever. And it was, like, almost like he wanted to touch the ground. Like, he, it, I was I was like, his foot's going to come off. Is that a move for motorcycle guys? <laughs> yeah, I don't you're know. Asking yeah, like, you're asking us. Going 90, sure. and he was like, let me just put my foot on the ground. They just tap it. Maybe it was like the Flintstones and his brakes went out and he was in the, you know. Yeah, maybe he was trying to Like, I don't know if that's like a pro move or like a rookie move or not a move at all. I know that if you're doing like race bikes, you wear knee guards and your knees will scrape. But that's, you're talking about like. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no. But he was like just tilted to the right and he has dangling his right foot like uh, a a centimeter from the concrete. Like you have those shoes with the rollers in the heel. I don't know. There's, yeah, they were they were blinking. The yeah, shoes they, were blinking. They so lit up. If any motorcycle like people out there know what was going on, because I was really worried about him. Is that a move? I have no Did idea. He, he do the stop short. That's my move. The stop short. <laughs> stop short. Uh, that I, I, my mind was blown, and I was, I was like, dangerous. "You, uh, Chuck." I'm like, "All right, right lane, I go." Yeah, but unfortunately, that lane. wasn't even immune because these guys were racing, zigzagging through. I mean, people have lost their mind on the road. So, uh, aggressive drivers. That, that needs to be a felony. Aggressive driving. Dangerous driving like that, Longoria. I'm looking at Longoria. Yeah, why are you looking at me? <laughs> I know we all I looked at Andrew. zipping around yeah. this weekend. Uh, uh, William joins us in Cleveland. William, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, my friend? How's it going, Mark? Excellent. Love the show. I like your show, by the way. Thank you, sir. But, uh, yeah, I take the vaccine, dude. What you got to lose? And as far as Trump taking hydroxychloroquine, 
I mean, what can it hurt if this virus is so deadly and so awful? Well, What's I think it, it kills. I mean, it, why can't it, you do it? Because it, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying he should take it or not. But the like the medical professional is saying, don't take it <laughs> unless unless it's prescribed I mean, by just, a doctor. Dude, I'm just frustrated. I see everybody's life. In the American dream, going up in smoke. You know we're we're almost out of it. We're almost out of it, William. Have, I mean, keep your yeah. chin up, buddy. We're, I mean, listen, if, if this weekend was at any indication, I, I got off. Uh, I should know this. but So, I, again, I was driving out to Conyers, and I got off at 138. And uh, right off the interstate, there is it's either a Longhorn or an Outback. I forgot which one. It, I think it's an Outback. That place was jammed. There was not a spot in the in the parking lot. Like people are getting yeah. out back to normal. I mean, we're we're gonna be fine, William. So I know well, it's it's been I mean, a tough I'm couple good, months. Dude. I'm, I'm good. I'm just kind of frustrated yeah. right now. Yeah. And the thing the thing of it is, my dad, my granddaddy, and I'm not just singling this out, but he died on the beaches of Normandy. Wow. My dad did three tours in Vietnam, and I wonder what the hell we're still fighting for, dude, because we're gonna destroy it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If we it, don't stop doing what what's we're so doing. What's so funny? I was I was thinking about this, William, and that's awesome how your uh, your your granddaddy and yeah. your dad served. But I was just—it's so funny you're thinking about that because th- did you see the story today? They linked one of the shootings to Al Qaeda. You know, one of the shootings oh, yeah. back at the base, whatever. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, like, oh, yeah. like not, not that I'm trying to get in the mind of a terrorist, but if I'm the head of a terrorist organization, I'm like, no one touch the U.S. right now, right? D- right. Just leave That's them alone right. because, uh, God forbid, there is another terrorist attack. That might be the only thing that can bring us together again. Is well, if, we're tearing ourselves apart Exactly. Right now. Exactly Have right, Have a good William. day, sir. You Thank too, you. William. Yep. William's done with me. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm the head of uh, Al-Qaeda— or they, not that they'd have a Jewish guy be the head yeah, of Al Qaeda or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that'd Hypothetically, be weird. <laughs> um, am I having? And I don't know if they have board meetings or whatever. But if I, if I, <laughs> you think they have board I don't board know. meetings like all right Monday official. meetings, guys? Come <laughs> on, takes a minute. Well, they got to do it on Zoom now, though. <laughs> yeah. They, they got to do it at Al Qaeda Zoom meeting, and I'm the head. I'd be like, listen, everyone, chill out. Take take a take a break. No attacks on the U.S. because. That literally is the only thing that could bring Americans together right now. So if there's a huge terrorist attack, like just sit back and let them tear each other apart. Yeah, I'm going to put that, better chance. I'm going to put that on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> CEO of Al Qaeda. Oh, Can yeah. you imagine those Zoom meetings? Oh, that would be the best. Yeah, yeah like what if they're glitching and they're like, yeah, well, yeah, what did yeah. you say? This is bomb who? What? Like, Where? What? Oh, we, have, we have no wireless in Pakistan yeah. right now. What the hell is going on? Call the IT guy. Uh, Larry's incoming. Larry, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Mark. What's going on, Larry? If I get a chance to take the vaccine, I'll break in line to get it. You want it that fast, huh? When I was five years old, my father was a doctor, and I was a member of a very vulnerable group in America. A virus was sweeping the country, and he gave me a sugar cube with the soft vaccine on it. And I survived that. And here I am in another vulnerable group again at the age of 71. Mm-hmm. And believe me, it's not a risk that's beyond me. I'll take it. Yeah, I- I'm with you. I'm not, Again, I'm not going to be the first guy in line, but two weeks in, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be right there behind you. So you said, was it polio that you're talking about? Absolutely. Yeah, the polio And vaccine. by the way, as, as a side note, you know, Jonas Salk did not win the Nobel Prize, but I think three or four people who worked with him did. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. <laughs> Took us a while to catch on to how to honor profoundly him. beneficial that vaccine was, and the whole concept of that. You remember the iron lung? Oh yeah, remember I mean not personally, but I know of it. Yeah, pictures, rows and rows of children, and now it's seniors. Yeah, uh, uh, know, listen, I've got my parents are in their seventies. I'm extremely worried about them. They will be in line behind Larry when the vaccine comes. Larry's going to be first in line. Then Eddie and Alice right behind him. Jody is in Woodstock. Jody, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, Jody. I I personally would not take the vaccine, but I have a reason why. And I think everyone out there should be aware of what they're taking. And what they're taking is a drug that has preservatives in it. The preservatives are made from um, benzene. Benzene is a carcinogenic. The preservative, you can look it up. But the preservatives in all these vaccines and insulin, except the inhale, the inhale is the only one that doesn't have any preservatives in it, is uh, made from benzene. And there's class action lawsuits for benzene because it's a carcinogenic and causes cancer. Do you know, do you know what doesn't have uh, preservatives, Jody? What? 
Smuckers, jams and jellies. Great American spread for your toast. Official endorsement of the Mark Arab Show. Smuckers, as American as it gets. Great product. It is a great product. You know the product's got to be good with a name like Smuckers, Smuckers, right? Exactly. Like the like the ad said, with a name like Smuckers. Got to be good. Got to be good. (laughs) We'll come back more of your calls. Would you take the COVID vaccine if it became available? Your thoughts on the president taking? Oh God, I got to look this freaking thing up again. Hydroxychloroquine. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. A couple of bad traffic issues. Mike Shields will have the latest in just a couple of minutes. Sandra joins us on the program. Hello, Sandra. Hello, Mark. Good to hear you. Likewise, my friend. Well, I wanted to, uh, about the vaccine, I don't know if I would take it right away. My grandson, who is 15, said, no, Mimi. Don't take it in the beginning. Wait and see what it's going to do. But there will be plenty of people, I think, that will will take it. I don't think they'd give us something that'd kill us. Yeah, I hope not. I hope yeah. not. But I th- honestly, I think I, I want to be hopeful. But I don't think a lot of people are gonna are gonna want it right away for sure. And some people yeah. don't want. It. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't want vaccines. Period. And I let don't alone want a new even one. Take a flu shot. Yeah. Do you get your flu shot every year, Sandra? Well, I did this year, and I'm so glad I did. Yeah. I wonder if there's any, I mean, uh, it's so early, and I know it's a different thing, but I wonder if the flu shot, like, had any preventative measure against the coronavirus. I wonder if, you know, if if, if you crunched the raw data, it's like if you had the flu shot, the survival rate for coronavirus might have been a little bit better. Uh, I wonder if anyone was looking into that. Uh, Jan is in Buford. Jan, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Good afternoon, Mark. How are you? Excellent, Jan. What's going on? I will not take the coronavirus vaccine. I won't take it at first, and I won't take it later. I will not eat them with green eggs and ham. That's exactly right. If you want to research, look at, um, there's an article that one of the Kennedys wrote. It's called Kennedy News and Views, Gate Global Vaccine Agenda. And how many people in other countries have taken those vaccines? Because he's um, he's got a big hold on the vaccine. Market. So just to be clear, you're not taking the the Corona vaccine when it comes out because of Bill Gates. Well, not necessarily because of him, but if you go back and do a lot of research, I'm you, you know what, take- Jan, I'm going to do research during the break. Stay safe out there, my friend. We'll be right after news, weather, and traffic. Plus, Johnny Kilboss with a faster review on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mar... Mar- uh, Seven thirty-six, sixty-seven. Soggy degrees on Peachtree Street. We got a red alert. We got a travel advisory. We got wet roads, and you got the Mark Aram Show with you till eight in the PM. Talking about the possibility, making progress about a vaccine for the COVID-19. If it becomes uh, available and it's passed the safety measures, etc., would you take the COVID vaccination? And what do you think about President Trump announcing today that he is taking daily doses of hydroxychloroquine? Uh, he asked his doctor for it. He's been taking it for a week and a half. Your thoughts on that? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. David joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, David. Welcome to the program. Howdy. Hello, my friend. Yeah. I'm a 70-year-old Marine Corps Vietnam veteran. Thank you for serving, my friend. You're welcome. Back in January, I had three days where I could I was afraid to sleep. And, you know, in Vietnam, you learn not to sleep when you, you know, scared to death. But anyway, I was afraid if I, if I closed my eyes, I was going to die. So I went to the emergency room. Well, they said my heart rate was jumped up, and they swabbed my nose for the flu, but there was nothing about the kung flu around then. You know, it was just they thought I was just having regular problems. This was back in January, you said? Last three days in January. Okay. First day of February, I passed out driving my truck over to the grocery store. Anyway, oh my totaled goodness. it, and uh, I went to the VA. You know, I, I, I'm under the VA's care. I went to the VA outpatient clinic, and they thought I was crazy. They brought a psychiatrist into the room. I said, oh, come on, guys. I'm, I, there's something wrong with me, you know. 
they escorted me out. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I endured it for months of crap in my lungs and all this, you know. But three days ago, now that's been three and a half months. Three days ago, I got my sense of smell and my sense of taste back, just like all of a sudden. So you definitely so, had it then. I mean, there's no doubt you oh, got yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I, I like to die. I mean, it was it was taking me over, and I lived by myself, so you know I didn't want to be dependent on other people. I thought, well, if I die, I die. What the hell? But I got over. Here I am. That's uh that and I think you can go to the VA now and test to see if you have the yeah. antibodies to let it'll it'll let you know if you had it or not. It sounds to me like you had it for sure, though, David. How, how on a scale of one to ten, how bad was it? Ten. Wow, that bad. Longoria, when did you go back from California? Uh, it was late February. All right, so Longoria, we, we were in the same boat. We didn't have the symptoms so severe, but I have no doubt Longoria brought the COVID back from San, from California. <laughs> San Fran. And infected. Because I remember that. It I must have been ha- in the grapes and the wine I was drinking. There was a time, you guys, I might even talked about this on the air, where my skin, like, was so sensitive. Did I, did I talk about that on the air? No. I don't remember that at all. My legs, like, were, like, the, my skin was just uber sensitive for, like, a week and Maya's like, you got to go to the doctor. You got a circulation problem or whatever. And it went away. It was freaking Longoria's co- coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, That's what it was. Uh, 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the ticket. I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please. And I was on my way over to Buford Highway to get some street racing in, but then I heard Jennifer Griffey say laying drag was involved, and I was like, <laughs> man, my dress is in the cleaners today, Mark. Hey-o! No, Hey-o! Yes, exactly. Uh, so uh, before we get to the menu, I was coming back from Loganville on Saturday night at like 3 in the morning, dying for, for fast food. And all along 78, everything was closed. Uh, through Loganville, through Snellville. Finally, I'm like, all right, I'll get to North Druid Hills. There's options there, right? And then I forgot that the Crystal's closed, but the, the McDonald's is open, so I pull in there, and there's like a 14-car line at McDonald's, which, you know, that's an hour and a half at least. Right. That's, they, don't, they don't push you through like Chick-fil-A at 3 in the morning. So I went back on the road, stopped off at the Oasis, that is, uh, Quick Trip, and I'll tell you what, those Quick Trip roller hot dogs – they're they're an unsung hero. They're available twenty four seven. They'll fill you up, do you right. I just wanted to plug the amazing Quick Trip hot dogs. Yeah, man. If you can't go to a Memorial Day parade, go to Quick Trip, get some <laughs> hot dogs, and hang out for a little while. It was like two for two, uh, two and a quarter, son. It was fantastic. I should have got nine of them. Anyway, what's on the menu tonight, my friend? Breaking news tonight, Mark. Where is Hector? I know that you, Mark Aram, are working on your nationwide commencement speech for everybody to see on the internet <laughs> yes. like everybody else is and other people are doing things for this special graduating class mark Krispy Kreme's getting involved they're coming out with a 2020 grad dozen over the next week and hey tomorrow guys you're going to be able to get a free dozen just tomorrow the whole thing is going to be available for a week but tomorrow free dozen for everybody who's a graduate of high school or a graduate of college. Wow. You go in there. They got Now they got a couple, you know, requirements. You come in in your cap and gown, or you got a T-shirt that has something on it, or your letterman jacket, or a class <laughs> ring, or a graduation <laughs> announcement. You can't just walk in there, you know, you couldn't or I couldn't, and say, hey, I'm yeah. graduating. Give me a free dozen. So you got to have something in there that kind of proves that you're part Who's... of the class of 2020, and they're going to give you – a special dozen donuts, Mark. They got the chocolate ice cream filled, strawberry ice cream filled, cake batter filled, wow. yellow ice original glaze. And they write two on some of them, Mark, and they write nothing on the other one. So when you open up your grad dozen, you got two, zero, two, zero. It's like the easiest Sudoku puzzle on earth. <laughs> two, zero, two, zero, two, zero. Free tomorrow, to- everybody. I'm trying to think who the youngest member of the morning news team is, the youngest looking member, so they can go out. Amanda Moyer, probably, right? She Can't lo- she just say she's getting her PhD or something? I, but I, I think Amanda Moyer could pass for a 21-year-old college graduate, right? She's she really. And if they had like a 2002 graduate uh, ring or something like that, you could go <laughs> in and hope they're dyslexic 
and they didn't figure it out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't even think they would card Amanda Moyer. They, they'd be like, oh, all right, you graduated college. You went to Emory. Okay, fair enough. Here's your free donuts. All right, I'm going to work into that. That's huge news. That is breaking news. Johnny Kilbasa, we appreciate you as always. And? If the cholesterol is high, baby, so high. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Talk podcast on any pod app or johnnykilbasa.com. All things available on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. Uh, Heidi joins us in Loganville. Heidi, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. It is my honor to receive your call. Thank you for listening, Heidi. Okay, absolutely would not take it. I've, I'm 56 years old. I've never taken a flu shot. Um, I work as a nanny for families. I'm around children that are sick all the time. In fact, the families want me to get a flu shot, but God just puts me in with the families. They never even ask me. Because I'm, I'm that good. Well, but, working with kids, uh, you've got that you've got that hyped up immune system. Like you can do anything. Because uh, oh, yeah. my fiance is the same way. She's mm-hmm. a teacher. She she yeah. cannot get sick. I mean, she gets so many germs at, at at school. It's unbelievable. Have you continued to nanny through the coronavirus? Oh yes, I yeah. I work in Buckhead. Twins, wow. baby girls, twins, nine months old. Oh, I started how, how when precious. they were six weeks old. And but the mom got a flu shot. She she has never been so sick in her life. And I thought, yep. Yeah, you, that's one. I used to but, be I used to be anti flu shot, and then I got I got the flu one bad uh, one year really bad. I said, all right, I'm going to start taking it. And I've taken it the last three years. And, and knock on wood, I've been okay. So I, I understand where you're coming from. But again, uh, coronavirus is nothing like the flu. So I I would take the coronavirus uh, shot. I would get the. Uh, what are, the, what are we calling them? Vaccine. Vaccine. Vaccine, yes. Thank you. The V word. <laughs> Real quick, would you get a Longoria? I didn't ask you. I would be like you. I'd wait a wait few weeks. Yeah. Chuck? I would probably wait till the next season. Just wait, wait. Yeah. Like if they came out at the end of the year. Yeah. For like into See if it gets winter. picked up for season two. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. you. Deborah Green, would you get it? Is it a real vaccine like polio or mumps or is it like the flu where you have to get it every year and it doesn't necessarily work? Probably I would, every year. I'm thinking every ever, year. I'm not going to get it if it's every year. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> That's too much work. Yes. What if it was free here at the station? I'm sure they're going to be free for us. Not for me. Really? Yeah, you don't get no. the flu shot nope. for free? Not for me. I'll tell you what. I'll steal one next food. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when, what we want. Okay. When the nurse isn't looking. When the nurse isn't looking. Yeah. Okay. Those nurses love me anyway. They might just give me a free one. Uh, Van is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Van. Yes. What's going on, buddy? Hey, I'm heading to Florida. I got two girls here. My two daughters were heading down to Bradenton to get some sunshine. Nice. Enjoy, my friend. Hey, thank you. And I thought I'd call. You're talking about the flu shot and things like that. I'm from Dayton, Ohio, and there's a study that came out from Wright Pat Air Force Base. And what they did, they, they wanted to see if, if the uh, military personnel that got flu shots did it help, what it do. Well, and you can look this up online. It was published, came out, I think, in October last year, 2019. And there is a, if for the people that got the, the flu shot, there's a 36% increased risk of getting corona. Oh, no kidding. And no kidding. So they that so they've done that virus, research. Interesting. Virus virus diversion. That you take a, sh- a shot, they, they said it kind of um, dedicates your immune system to only seeing that that flu, and then your immune system isn't able to take care of other things. But it was a thirty six percent increase in corona. I got to look that up. 50, Van, Van, real quick. Yeah, right, Pat Air Force Base. Real quick, Van. uh, Would you would you get the Corona vaccine or no? Uh, No. What about what about your daughters? How old are your daughters? Would you let them get it? They're eighteen and twenty-one. Kira, my my youngest, is laughing right here. No, (laughs) no, I wouldn't have them do it either. No, because healthy young kids don't die from it. Yeah. All right, listen. The only people are dying from it are from nursing homes. That's not all. That's I mean, I mean, a majority of the people that are dying are elderly for sure, but it's it, there are people of all ages dying. But God forbid, hopefully not your uh, beautiful daughters. Heading down to Bradenton, Florida, I am very, very jealous. I would love to be on the beach right now. We'll come back, finish up your calls uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Mark Aram. 
on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. A quick in-show fact check from executive producer Deborah Green. Any correlation to flu shot and the, the Rona? According to the CDC website, there is no evidence that getting a flu vaccine risks or increases the risk of COVID-19. All right. Thank you for that uh, quick fact check in-show. Omar's in Buford. Omar's coming. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm good. And like that, Omar is gone. Sorry, Omar. Uh, Susan is up next on the program. Hello, Susan. How are you? What's going on, Longoria? We got the phones up? We get struck by lightning? I have no idea. Susan? Suddenly seeking Susan. By the way, desperately seeking Susan. That's right. Suddenly Susan what was a sitcom. Yeah. Uh, did you guys, have you guys ever seen uh, The Handmaiden's Tale? Handmaid's Tale? What is that? I've no. watched Handmaid's Tale. I tried to watch one episode, but my husband didn't like it, and I've never gone back yet. So I got Hulu for free this weekend, thanks to Xfinity On Demand. And Maya and I were watching that. I'm like five episodes in. That is a freak show. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen it? I have not. What it's about? No, I don't. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, what just it was. warning. That's all. It's uh, it was <laughs> it's crazy. Not worth watching. I'm digging it. I, I mean, I'm only five episodes in. It's a little, it's a little crazy, but I want, I'm, I'm like hooked now. I want to see where it goes. You can't see where it's going already. Well, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> a hopeful, I'm a hopeful cat. I'm okay. hoping things work out for the Being lady. Optimistic. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm hoping yeah. That, yeah. I'm a glass half full kind, kind of guy. We never heard from any uh, motorcycle riders, huh? About no, that. I was foot surprised. Move. All right. I'll Maybe, well, it's hard for ride your motorcycle and talk. Talk on the phone. You're right. Do you know what's also hard to do? To get star of the show. Usually. Sometimes. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Was going to give it to Mike Shields, but he didn't throw it back to me. I'm going to give it to Johnny Kilbasa. Johnny came, came back strong. Great, great free uh, donut deal. So Johnny Kilbasa gets star of the show tomorrow night. We will have uh, little Sanjay with Would You Rather and other assorted goodies. We shall continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.